yo 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 welcome back to wildcard wallflower episode four it is me re redia whatever y'all having so many nicknames whatever you call me it's your girl (laughs) and i'm happy to be back i know it's been a minute um i was traveling and stuff last week um but i felt like i have to make sure that i'm consistent with doing this in order for my mental well-being so i am back and we are back we have not gone anywhere and um i'm just happy to be back on here i'm kind of glad that i wasn't um i didn't do one last week because i would have been like over emotional which is why this episode is called in the dark because it's definitely um my life the story of my life right now um but we are back um shout out to my dude kirkland earth raw the homie the brother um for giving me these fucking dope ass beats for my show um and number one he was been supposed to send me some shit um but number two so this is so funny because when I initially created this show, um, I my idea was that it would be actual music like songs that people have created intertwined with my segments of talking or shit that I want to talk about. Um, so when I first was when I first put out these first three shows, there was supposed to be the songs that I'm like referencing in the show we're supposed to play after or before that segment and they were not and i did not know because i don't listen to these after i record them i just put them out and i don't want to hear my voice again so um i found out i don't know how i found out but i found out and then the songs that i did actually put music on which was for sure the last one um i realized that it's only it's on you can only play it on spotify it's not available on any other platform and i know a lot of people list don't just listen to my shit on spotify everybody don't have a spotify account so what i'm gonna do is now keep my radio review going but i'm gonna paste the playlist link in the um you know the bio for the podcast or whatever and that way people can access it if you want to listen to it before to kind of get a vibe or a mood of what i'm about to talk about you can do that you can listen after you can listen during pause play after each segment however you want to do it um it's just you know just so you can kind of see how music relates to my life or like how i feel like music is related to my life um sometimes it's funny sometimes it's sad sometimes it's happy but um it really helps to get me through um so i appreciate it for that uh and let's just get into it the forecast for today well, let's go back and think about, because um, I kind of still is rooted from last week when I didn't even record. So I think it's better if we just talk, get it all out right now. Um, 
I don't know. I came back to New Orleans. I think I had hopes that things would be, I don't know, maybe more exciting or like uh, touch my heart, some type of inspiration. But it was like none of that. I was like so detached for some reason with what was going on. And I'm not sure where it came from, but I remember like all my family was there. Everybody was there. I saw it. I got to see some people, you know, but it just wasn't like hidden. I don't know. It just wasn't. And then I came back here and maybe it was was because I flew in that night, was there that Saturday and then flew out that Sunday. But I just think about how I didn't like when I came back home I was like here to New York I was also like super detached like when I got to work the the next day like I wanted to cry for like three days you know like it was just hard and I was just like I'm just in a place where I don't want to be in any aspect besides me I know I'm I'm meant to be here in the city of New York I'm just lost in the everything else part of it and trying to find my way and then also I think a part of it was that last year around this time was a really hard year um and for anybody who knows me they know that loss is something that I understood at a very early age you know my dad was deceased before I was born my grandpa died when I was what eight then my grandmother died when I was 14 then my great-grandmother who basically raised my whole family including my mama passed when I was like 16 so I've I've lost a lot of big or major influential people in my life um so that's nothing new I have an understanding of death but last year um And, you know, we celebrated my nephew's first birthday last weekend, but um, he was supposed to be um, and is a twin. And um, when my sister was pregnant, we knew that his brother had some complications, but um, we didn't find out that they were as severe as they were until the doctors found out once he was born. And so also that was in the midst of Hurricane Ida where we had a horrible experience because my my mom's house literally, the roof caved in and came off. So in the midst of that, my sister is in labor. (laughs) And two days later, before when we, when she's discharged, my nephew passes and we are evacuating. So we were evacuees in the midst of a hurricane mourning the first grandchild within my immediate family. And then we come back and we have to stay together in my one bedroom apartment. And we find out that basically the la- one of the last matriarchs of our family is deceased. So my auntie was like the glue that held the rest of my family together. And she was like the last living sibling. 
or one of them and um she like you know she left us and so like when I think about where I am this year and where I was last year I just I still I still feel like sad and I think right now it hit me more so because I'm in a position where I am, where I don't have anyone. And it just like remind me all over again of like how, where I was last year, you know, not in a place that I wanted to be and not in a position where, you know, my family was like last year, my family was like in turmoil with, with all of that. It was hard. And right now it's hard, but it's just hard. It's hard for just me because I'm at the end of the day when I go to bed at night, I'm the only person here, like in the city. (laughs) So it is like a hard pill to swallow, especially when you're trying to pursue your dreams and you don't know what's next. Everything is unknown right now. And where I am, I can't see nothing because I don't like nothing that I see. But also, I think in the grand scheme of things now, um, where I was last year definitely played a role in why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And it just made where I'm at now, it made me want to be like, figure out what was going on with me. And it made me realize that like, you know, life is short and I'm doing the best I can to like make shit happen before, you know, that day comes. But for me, but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to live this life and experience things that like are painful and have to live with them for the rest of your life. Like, like, I don't know what it's like to lose a child or to lose a mother, but I've seen a lot of people around me lose their children or lose their mother and I can't I can't relate but I do understand because I've lost a lot of people who were very very close to me and very very influential on my life and I've seen the way it it has affected those close to me when they've lost someone a loved one of that extent so you know it's hard this shit is hard. And then you have to wake up every morning and put your big girl panties on and show up. And sometimes you don't want to, you know? So it just was a really dark week for me. And I came out of the end, like I'm okay in this moment, but like it was rough. And especially when you're like mourning and you 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 think about one person you lost, but when you ha- but you got multiple people who like you've lost. That it can be overwhelming sometimes. And then like you hear, but like you're not even where you wanna be. So it's just it's it was just like this all from all aspects, just overwhelming darkness for me this week and I finally got to a point where I'm just like okay I'm accept this I'm gonna be more in the moment of where I am and try to identify where I am what my feelings what am I feeling but also you know just take every moment as it comes because I can't 
continue to try to stress out about what's going to happen, what's not going to happen, what did happen. I can only live for the moment that I'm in right now, which is apparently in my living room with a car passing by blasting music. But yeah, like that's that's where I am and that's sometimes what we have to do. We just have to take each moment as it comes and deal with it as it comes. We could plan for the the future. We could make make all these plans and write all these lists, but at the end of the day, we don't know what the future holds. We just have to stay along the path and follow our instincts and our intuitions and not let the minute problems of today or tomorrow get in the way of where we're trying to go in the long run. My butt guy moment is definitely um, seeing my nephew grow up (laughs) and then being one years old and being a kid with so much personality. I mean, you know, a lot could have happened. Neither one of my nephews could have made it, but God allowed it so that Caden lived to full term so that Kyan could live the rest of his life and um I'm just appreciative of life itself and that God allowed us to have one of the greatest blessings that my family could have ever had even though it came at a cost and a big loss I'm just grateful that we have him he is like Literally, I don't know if he the highlight of everybody's life, but he the highlight of mine, and I call him every day. They be mad because I'm like, where can I put put the camera in his face? Like, he gonna know me. Um, But I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to God for that. some friendships and there are some relationships that I've learned really do deserve a conversation before separation really do deserve a conversation before going ghost and what I've learned is a lot of people have a difficult time handling conflict see with that conflict comes I'm going to make decisions or with that desire to not want to engage in any type of conflict or confrontation comes with 
I'm going to go ahead and make decisions without communicating. And I've learned that there are people that have been proven, that have qualified themselves for access to us. And what ends up happening is because we're so emotional, we make a decision from that emotional place and do damage to a relationship that really deserved the conversation. And the beautiful part about it is, by the time the conversation is over, there may not be a need for separation. There is just a need for clarity. And when clarity came, see, understanding and solutions were provided. And I've learned that there are a lot of things that by the time we're done communicating, go, oh, wow, if I only knew, that's how you felt. If I only knew how I was acting was affecting you in that way. If you had not just let that thing sit and you just had talked to me, we could have really avoided a lot of unnecessary time um, and potential trauma. So it's very vital. I'm not talking about strangers. I'm talking about people that really put their hours in, who have sacrificed, who we know are meaningful to us. Let's go and have a, have a conversation before I make any emotional decisions. It's very important. So, uh, this, let's get into it because I have experienced this. This is the ramble for today. I have experienced this type of situation uh, on both sides. So I've had a friend that had an issue with me because of something that I said to another person who was a close friend of mine and it got back to them. And so for me, I wasn't maliciously or ill-intentionally mentioning the situation or nothing like that. I just was trying to seek advice because I had never been in this situation before. And my, like, this is one of my day one friends felt as though, like, I completely stabbed them in the back. And it made me feel like shit. Because, like, I was ignored. I, I don't even see, I might as well have been blocked. <laughs> I'd rather be blocked and then to be blatantly ignored. But, I mean, I couldn't be mad because I knew the issue that that person was mad about, that friend was mad about was a valid issue to be mad about. However, it was, <laughs> what could I have done? I mean, besides not saying shit. And that's why I don't say shit, because you can't tell everybody everything. Everybody's not emotionally equipped. And number, and number two, if that is my friend, which it was, I had no business sharing that information with somebody else. And I don't have no defense or justification for it except it's not a justification it's just that i didn't know how to handle what i the situation i encountered and so it makes you look at people differently too because it's like i'm telling another person this in confidence and that person broke our confidentiality code but also i broke out me and my me and the friend that i shared the situation about confidentiality code and even though I was seeking advice from this other person, 
about my friend, I should not have shared that information, period. Point blank, period. But I've also been on the other side of it where I've shared things with friends and that's been the only thing uh, that that's the only person that I told and it gets back to me and I'm wondering how it got back to me or like this is the only person who could have said this and when I think about it I'd be ready to cut a bitch off in an instant (laughs) so that's another reason I couldn't blame my other friend because I I was ready to cut that person off like in that moment like bitch fuck you like you got me fucked up like that's some fucked up shit to do but also I'm always the person I feel like shit can be fixed so in that moment I didn't respond immediately I didn't immediately be like let me call this person and go off on them or whatever and that's another thing I feel like as friends if we have issues or if there's something that I've ever done to offend you, anybody who knows me knows this. If there's something that I've ever done to offend you, we can have a conversation about it. I am not afraid to fall on my sword. I am not too proud to not uh, take responsibility for my actions. And at this point, we are adults. So if there's any type of conflict or issue or thing that you think that I said or somebody that t- told you that I said it, you go come to the horse's mouth. I've been a, I've been a firm believer of that for most of my life. Like, don't take somebody else's word for what somebody said, especially if it's about you. And nine times out of ten, if that person coming back to tell you that this person said this, you should be wondering what they said too. But out of the gossip of it all, I said all of this to say, when we are confronted with something that someone has done to hurt us, We live in a world where people now just like, I'm going to cut you off and be done with you. But some relationships do need closure. Some relationships do deserve closure. Do they all know? But if you're walking around with a chip on your shoulder, if you're not answering the phone for me, if you're not responding to my text, if you bl- like ignoring me and I have no reason why, that in this whole time, it could have been a misunderstanding or a conversation we should have had. Like sometimes it's easier to be mad at that person than it is to just have that conversation and get over that hump. And I don't, for the life of me, understand why people would prefer to be mad because you be done cut that person off but when that person, you hear that person's name, you get sick to your stomach. You're not over it. And that's another reason why it's important to have conversations with people you have conflicts like that with. Because why do you, why? Because it gets to a point, sometimes you don't even remember what, what happened or why you're mad. You just know that you don't like that person no more. And that's unhealthy. <laughs> 
that is unhealthy. You have to like if you can if it is something that can be resolved even and resolution doesn't always mean we going to stay cool or we going to stay in a relationship. It doesn't mean it. It just sometimes it just means closure. I like this man say clarity. Like you get clarity on the issue like if, if somebody like I don't fuck with Radia. Okay, you don't fuck with me. Why? <laughs> Cause what like what did I do for you not to fuck with me? How have I hurt you? If I don't know, you won't know. But you rather walk around irritated and upset and tarnishing my motherfucking name, which nobody did by the way. But not to me. Tarnishing my motherfucking name for something that you don't even know if I said it or if I did it. Or if I know that I did it. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. Some relationships are worth saving. Some are not. But when you get to a certain level of maturity, you should be able to talk it through or talk it out. And if you can't, that's a reflection of your growth. Again, I'm not saying everybody deserves to have that closure conversation, but some relationships do, especially if, and you need to check yourself, especially if you feel very strongly about it. If you like, no, we don't need to have, like, if you done did what you, you needed to do and tried to have the conversation and stuff, I'm not speaking to you. But if you are a person who just cut a person off, over something you was mad about, but that you never vocalized or you never tried to sit down and actually have a conversation that came to a resolution, meaning you put your emotions to the side and were able to sit sit down and have a mature conversation about what your issue was, how you felt. If you didn't do that, then it's a reflection of your growth because you should be able to do that. And that's really all I have to say, because at the end of the day, love is everything. And we got to love everybody. And life is too short to be holding grudges or mad at somebody uh, and walking around upset when they might not even know what they did. We got to get it together. We got to do better. We got to amend these relationships and stop creating generational curses and beefs and all of this bullshit that's not worth it. Cause it's not. Your beef not gonna go with you when you in a casket. What you said about somebody not gonna go with you when you in a casket. Well it might, cause they might talk about you at your funeral. But it all matter, cause you could you could resolve it today. You know? Life is too short. That's one thing like I'm really feeling like life is too short for the bullshit, for you to not love on the people who are, who are here and present and have made an impact in your life. You know, like people who you really care about but don't want to admit it because you are mad with them. Like, come on, man. We got to do better. It's not worth it. And we all know it's easier to be upset than it is to, like, really work through the problem and that but that the the worst part about it is it is easier to be upset but it don't do nothing but end up festering and you walk around being a negative ass person and nobody want that for you I don't want that for me 
So we got to do better. We got to do better. We got to forgive. We got to love. And you don't have to forgive and forget. You could remember and move on. But you got to forgive them first, you know? I just watched, um, I've been watching Dream Champs lately. I don't know what is it with me and YouTube. And I, like, I watched the B2K um, interview on Drink Champs. And, like, the biggest thing that they keep attributing the issue to is the fact that Omarion does not want to sit down and have a conversation with his brothers. And they had they've created like they've done this this is how they've resolved stuff in the past that is the structure in which they created like you know them working through the issues and now all of a sudden he doesn't want to now do i agree with the fact that they, they got up there and it was like really like laying it out all on the table no i never respect like people publicly sharing stuff but it's been a back and forth thing with them period so you know, it is what it is, but the biggest thing and the most important thing that they seemed really genuine about was the fact that the issue is that we want, we ready to have the conversation. We want to have the conversation, but he does not. And sometimes you also have to realize that other people are not there. They're not to that maturity level. They're not, they don't, they haven't grown to that extent yet. So that part, you can't help. That's not your, that's not your battle to fight. But the fact that you're willing to says more about your character than the other person's. And even like this week, like I've had, I've had to, I had to finally just say how I felt in one of my friendships because I really like felt a way about like, I really had an issue about like me and my some of my friends hanging out before I left and I just felt like I put on the motherfucking back burner because of the other friends and I'm not territorial maybe I am but like I just really felt the way and I felt the way for like weeks months about it and I never said anything and like we hadn't really talked um we hadn't really talked since I've been here and stuff so I felt even more of a way <laughs> but then um you know I something like we was texting like catching up and something just told me hey you know and I just texted it on like hey you know um this kind of like really bothered me and I just I've been you know wanting to say it but I never did and it really just you know made me feel a way and they responded like you know I thought that maybe you did and I always wanted to tell you like you know you don't have to and I'm sorry if I did anything to make you feel that way and it just was like a weight was lifted off, the, off of my shoulders because like you just have to have those conversations with people even if it feels uncomfortable and even if you feel like you know, that person may be in the wrong, that pe person may turn around and say, well, I felt like this way about you. And you have to accept that. You'll have to accept that. But I mean, getting it out there, like that definitely like re reflects in a lot of my relationships. And I'm really glad that I'm close to a lot of people who we can be honest with each other and it's not, you know, beef. 
It's just like honesty. And that's what real friendships and healthy, strong relationships look like. And that is one of the most important things to me right now. I'm not in a season of being around people who don't really ride for me or rock for me and not going to keep it real with me. Number one, that's number one, you know. I'm not gonna I'm not subjecting myself to that anymore. The, all of my relationships right now are very, very important to me. And I hold them dearly and I do not take them for granted. And I made I've made a lot of mistakes in friendship in the past, but I'm I'm not in a space where I'm trying to do that anymore. <laughs> And friends, I'm going to leave you with this on today. If it doesn't bring you peace, if it doesn't bring you comfort, if it doesn't bring you strength, if it doesn't bring you honesty, if it doesn't bring you encouragement, if it doesn't bring you love, if it doesn't bring you joy, if it's not adding to you, if it's not bringing you something positive, then you don't want that in your life. <laughs> Whether it's something that happens in the middle of the day or if it's a person in, in that you know, you gotta get rid of it. You gotta, you gotta cut the fat, we gotta do it. Because we on a mission and we can't let nobody or nothing get in the way of that. For real, for real. But I want to take this time to shout out all of my day ones, closest friends, wherever you are. I know we all probably going through the same shit and the same type of struggle parallel in our life. You know, Denzel, Derek, Justin, Jakira, Lanisha. Jamal, um, Ashley, Jarita, Imori, Misha, Donovan, Solana, Caitlin, Javon, the other Caitlin with the K, James, like all of my day one, not my day, not all my day ones, they're not all my day ones, but we clicked like they was my day ones. Thank y'all for y'all friendship and y'all comfort and just like sending me love and being my support in my village while I'm here like it does not go unnoticed or unappreciated shout out to Kat like Kirk man shout out to Kirk man Kirk these songs is so fire and I just love you dude like dude this dude like came into my life at a crazy time I don't I don't even know how it's crazy how we just connected but shout out to him follow him on Instagram at earth raw you know if you need some sound some music you heard um but yeah y'all we made it through another two weeks got a lifetime to go until next time